0: Teddy Lehman, and Tyler Rakomis.
1: What does a victory over Texas do for you and your club now?
2: I'm a happier than a pig-eating sh**t. Well, they don't call him the king for nothing, Tyler. No,
3: um, gotta say that's what my attitude's gonna be on Saturday after uh, Saturday afternoon slash Saturday night if they win this game. Uh, well, hang on a second. Who was that? Yeah, that's better. There you go. Well, I don't. You can't say that to the king. Can't say that yeah. about Barry. By God, Switzer.
2: Yeah. As soon as they bleeped something out or you bleeped something out, I knew exactly who it was. Well oh, hell,
3: Texas. Well, we'll go down there and kick their ass. Yeah, that's It's
2: funny. The I I don't know where did you post the video of that? Is that where I saw it? Um but it's funny, it's like he couldn't wait to get that out. He was waiting to say that. <laughs> nah. awesome.
3: No, um we are inching closer and closer to Saturday and you know, just for this team, this game falls in an interesting spot. I mean, it falls in virtually the same spot every single year. Which I actually love that as a rivalry. That's I feel like all the major rivalries, they don't they're not played on random weekends throughout the year, like you know, second Saturday in October. Right. You know, Ohio State, Michigan is there on Thanksgiving weekend. Like it's an interesting spot for this year's team, but like, overall, historically, traditionally, we're used to it following, falling on this weekend. Do you like it following this early in the year? Like, how does how do we all think about that? I mean, we're used I, to it, so I like it, but.
2: I think it's perfect. Now, one of the, the drawbacks of it being this early is it's usually hotter than the surface of the sun down in Dallas for this game. No doubt which, about that. This week, I, 65 degrees at kickoff. I, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I know all of the weather um, Jed predictions. Jed Castle's friend the, of
3: the show was saying that, so I'm inclined to believe
2: it. Uh, well, I just I can't let myself believe it and be disappointed. It's like, oh, gotcha, it's 98 degrees. Uh, it will feel like hundred. It's harder
3: for Teddy to get his hopes up about the weather than it is for OU winning the game on Saturday.
2: Here's the thing, though. Um, I think it falls – at the perfect time you know the the stuff that's at the end of the year i think is awesome and it's great to cap a season off like that but i think you can kind of get lost in the mix of all the other stuff that's happening and it also falls early enough to where if you lose you can climb back in things there's not this lasting impression of of losing this game and being cast off for any of the postseason stuff, yeah. I think you've got time to to work your way back up.
3: Yeah, and it is technically the first Saturday in October this year because of the way the calendar falls. What? Oh, you played five games in September yeah. this year. That's how it worked Wild. out. Normally, the second Saturday in October, but it like the 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 way that it falls every single year, it's normally the fifth or sixth game. It really kind of divides your season into two, is what it mm-hmm. feels like to me. It's like the non conference. Your early conference game, then Texas, and then everything after Texas is feels like a completely different season.
2: Yeah, it's like the uh, the in season tournament overseas soccer, or uh, what the NBA is going to do this year. Right, you got a chance to uh, to win something of significance, kind of at the halfway point of the season, and you know whether you win it or lose it. I mean, it it can it could really help you to win it, and it could really set you back if you lose it. But it doesn't mean that your season's over. You got a chance to uh, to redeem yourself.
3: But you feel like you have a very good gauge about both teams coming out oh, of this yeah. game, and oh, yeah. that's definitely the case for OU on Saturday. In most cases, it feels like, all right, this is OU's first big test of the year. Let's yeah. let's see what they got. And you and here you've we played are again. enough.
2: You played enough games. I so. Everyone's hammering us about having not played anyone, and I get that. That's fair, but we were supposed to play Georgia the same weekend that Texas was playing Alabama, right? So um, that didn't happen. But you're both teams. Like even if Texas hadn't played Alabama, you got five games in. It's it's long enough to work out whatever cobwebs you might have and figure out what whatever direction you may need to go and work on weaknesses build on strengths it's like it's it's the perfect time on the schedule because there's no excuses one way or the other that oh you still got a young quarterback and he's finding his way well you know you've played five games so how much do you need
3: well and and that's like there's the thought of all right we're gonna find out everything we need to know about OU we'll find out how good they are when they play Texas on Saturday and there is definitely some truth to that, but in terms of seeing a different, a totally different team, i I just don't think that we're necessarily going to see that. I, I feel like what we've seen the first five games, for the most part, is going to be what we see Saturday. Like, I think the defensive line's going to be good to to very good. I think they're I think they're a good bunch. Uh, we know about the backers, like just the defense overall. I expect them to be very solid and not. Just totally surprised me, good or bad, with something that you know they do on Saturday. The right. offense—I, uh, you, you see where I'm going here? Like from what we've seen up to this point, I just don't feel like any massive surprises are, are going to happen from from this team. I think we got uh, a pretty good idea of who they are going into this game.
2: No, I agree with that. Um, now, this game has a tendency to, uh, at times, not, not. Commonly, but at times the levy can break and the whole thing can just pour open and one team looks way worse than what they actually are and the other team not necessarily looks better, but looks like so far superior to the other team that uh, they don't even deserve to be on the field together. But it's usually just kind of the circumstances and the emotion of that game that that blow things open, right? Yeah. I mean, you have two evenly matched teams come into this game, and you can have a, a blowout score.
3: Yeah. I, I, and, by the way, I like where the bye falls uh, for this team, by the way, with as much as I think is going into this game and all the emotion – a uh, bye week, uh, good or bad this weekend, probably falls at the right time at this team. It's like right at yeah. the midway point of the season, but right after this game, um, yeah, I, I think that falls at a pretty good spot. Uh, good point by Peyton, talking about where this game has fallen traditionally. It says, one of the downsides previously was that during uh, the early teens, basically saying, you know, 20 years ago, if you lost, you were really kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to winning the South.
2: Yeah. And right. that,
3: that, is, that is definitely true. Like, not that it's not a big deal now, it is, but then it was, ooh, we're really behind it even to make the Big 12 championship now.
2: Yeah. And, yes, the format now has changed that massively. I mean, you used to almost, like, whenever you laid out the goals, the goals were win the Big 12 South, then win the Big 12 and then win the national championship. But in order to win the Big 12 South, I mean, it didn't always play out like this, but you usually had to beat Texas. Or, you know, the winner of that game had the massive leg up in the South Division. So, yeah, the fact that it doesn't play out like that now is – I think it's a good thing. Um, You know, this this game, like I said – if you lose it, it's, it's not the end of the world. Both teams can lose this football game and really not damage any of their uh, playoff hopes or their conference championship hopes. Right, you could win the, or lose Both this game. Both teams are
3: still in the playoff race after this. That's right. I mean, unless someone loses seventy to nothing, I mean, that's going to be tough. But right, if this is a close well, game, yes.
2: If you lose seventy to nothing, but come back and beat them in the conference championship game, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> maybe you can, so you yeah. can eliminate that to some degree.
3: Well, that line is still holding steady at Texas minus six and a half. Still load uh, up, folks. Ninety-one percent of the money is on Texas currently. All of the early action is going to the burn orange side, which makes me confident makes me feel yeah. good.
2: I say load up i don't know i i that's a lot of points in this game, but it's it's low enough to where you can have a a a coin flip game and still cover you know. Uh, something happened at the end of uh, you know well, tie ball game late in the, the fourth. And two years scores.
3: ago, OU was down twenty one at the end of yeah. the first quarter, and they would have covered six and a half. So yes,
2: yep, yep, it's crazy. And I, I don't know. I expect a, I expect a low scoring game. I, right? uh, I really my, low.
3: My early week score is, um, I, I'm hitting the under. Uh, I think the the over under 60 and a half. My early week score is uh, OU 30 Texas 27 and I could be talked down even from that score. Yeah. I just think both teams I I don't think both teams are going to rush the ball for 12 yards. I just think both teams are going to have their issues running the ball most of the game. I yeah. think both teams could pop a big run or two, you know, but I think I both I think both offenses there's a the chance where they're both pretty one-dimensional, and it hits even lower on that sixty and a half. I definitely like the under on sixty and a half, though. I'm, I'm with you there.
2: I I, I honestly think it's going to be a um, I think it's going to be a field goal kicking contest to some degree. Well, how you does know? that
3: how does that make you feel if it's a field goal kicking contest?
2: Good. I don't know if it makes f- me feel good.
3: If you if you pulled both fan bases, I don't know if anyone feels good about that. Their fans included.
2: Well, the reason I feel good about it is because I I I I think right now that the defense is the strength of the team, and I I think that if you're holding them to field goals and they're not finishing drives, which is a weakness of their their offense, I think you got a really good chance to to win the football game. And you know they they do have quick strike capabilities. There's no doubt about that, uh, as do we. But I I don't know. I could be wrong. Do you think I I think a low-scoring game favors Oklahoma. Do you am I wrong that a high-scoring game favors Texas?
3: Um well, it feels like OU's played more low-scoring games this year, right? SMU and um yeah. SMU and Cincinnati. I am I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Seems like OU is somewhat comfortable there and Texas just maybe. hasn't kind of played there up to this point, I guess.
2: I guess maybe it doesn't matter and who knows. Maybe there's, there's no way to really uh, draw any type of conclusion of what style of game fits either team the best. Um, I just I, I honestly believe it's the most evenly matched uh, OU-Texas game that we've had in, I don't know, since, what, 08, 09 era?
3: 0-9 was not evenly matched just because OU was so beat up that season. Gresham right. didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sam got hurt. I would say, um, I would say two thousand and eight. I actually think twenty twenty one was pretty evenly split for the most part. But like big yeah. game, factor all that in. It's it's been a while since they've been uh, since they've been this close. Nine one eight says people are acting like it's automatic. If OU loses to Texas this weekend, they automatically get a rematch in the conference championship game we don't have a chance to play Kansas State.
2: No, it's not automatic. Um, But Texas plays Kansas State, and I guess you could have, what, a three-way tie. I mean, it's not automatic. That's correct. But you still have all your goals in front of you. If you lose to Texas and win out – I feel very strongly that you're going to have a, a really good shot to make it. But you're, that, that's that is a correct statement. Even if you if you lose to Texas and win out, you are not guaranteed a spot in. But it feels like these are the two best games.
3: teams in the conference, as it, it does as it currently sits.
2: It does, but yeah, as the texter said, we don't get a chance to to test ourselves against Kansas State. So yeah, all right. Uh, quick timeout, opening timeout. Hanging out at a a really cool spot today, Bob Moore Nissan, and they've got all kinds of great stuff to choose from. They've got Titan Trucks here, Altimas, full lineup of SUVs, just $379 a month for the Nissan Rogues, $349 for the Nissan Kicks, and $399 for the Altimas, and they just had a bunch of them delivered here. And don't forget, 0% financing on Titan Trucks, and there's dozens to choose from here at Bob Moore Nissan, 3901 Journey Parkway, right off I-35, uh, north of tecumseh we'll be back
0: this is your home for sooner fans the ref sports radio network
2: have you or someone you know suffered
0: a loss to your home or business from the recent storms before you accept a settlement call brown o'haver at 405-735-5510 brown o'haver is a local based company helping oklahomans with claims since 1988 it
4: is amazing but not every child gets to be carefree One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org slash drive to learn more.
3: on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Beat Texas Week brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. They're bringing bringing us our coverage of OU Texas Week this week. We're excited about that. Can't wait to be at the Omni downtown on Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you're in Dallas, come by and see us at the Omni downtown, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We'll get Coach Stoops here shortly. But first, you and I had a conversation during the break. Um, Were you a tad annoyed with what happened today at the press conference well uh,
2: okay i understand that that the, the folks there have stories to write and are are often already in the process of writing whatever story it is and looking for a a quote or something but i listen i didn't listen to the whole thing I listened to a really good chunk of it. And it was essentially the same exact question over and over about, you know, it's how many guys first time playing in it. And what do you do whenever it's somebody's first time playing in it? And how big of a factor is it with the atmosphere and it's some it's someone's first time playing in it? What do you say to the players? You try to prepare them if it's their first time playing in it. It was over and over and over. Pretty much like the final eight questions in a row were the same exact thing.
3: So you didn't like the, what's it like to be in this game for the first time?
2: No well, one phrased I,
3: it that way, but okay.
2: I, I don't know. I guess I thought we could have explored maybe some other avenues, and maybe there's not any other avenues. What, a, what avenues
3: know. would you have liked to uh, explore today with the, with the head coach?
2: Well, I I guess I would like to hear a little bit more of what he thinks about Texas, even though he's not going to give you much. Um, You know, I I personally think Sarkeesian's offense is excellent. Um, The way he calls plays, the way he designs specific stuff for their their star players, they have a really good screen game. I, I would ask him... Some questions about Sark and and how he calls offense and what it is about the the way he builds his his scheme that makes it difficult. Some stuff like that. I don't know.
3: Well, we got Bob Stoops brought to you by yeah. uh, Modelo. Now he was talking to Kirk street, so I I can definitely understand if he wasn't able to uh, hop on with us a couple of minutes ago. But we'll uh, we'll talk a lot of football with Coach today. But first, Bob, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to brag about one of your good friends and i believe you call him big t but toby keith won the country icon award last week and that's that's pretty awesome very happy for him
1: yeah really uh i would have loved a gun i went when he matt and i and our wives went out with him when he won the uh the songwriters hall of fame out in new york a few years ago we all went out to be there to support him and i had some with the home game here we had I had some people here I had to entertain but uh really happy for, for Toby he uh special guy and uh you talk about uh, talent. My goodness, you know, just uh singing and writing and you know he's most proud of writing and uh, just does an amazing job and he so loves all the OU sports and OU in such a great way. So anyway, yeah, watching him uh win the uh Country music or people's choice icon award was really great
2: well i know we've got a big week this week obviously oh you texas but i did well, I wanna... just had
1: you on my podcast <laughs> you yeah. and roy you guys i just finished with teddy and roy talking about the superman play ahead of you guys not to trump you i had baker on wow uh, to talk and uh and then i just finished up with kirk Herbstreet street talking about some college so you Everybody got to go find my uh, com. find my uh, my uh, podcasts that are being uploaded.
3: Busiest retired guy is true is what it sounds <laughs> That's like. Right. <laughs>
2: That's right. Uh, well, before we get into Texas, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the, the Iowa State game. Um, uh, the defense had a couple of lapses there, but really dug in. Second half played really good. Uh, Dylan Gabriel I thought was excellent. What would you think overall for a – for the a final tune up before you head south?
1: I thought it was excellent. Uh, just as you said, I thought we were very disruptive uh, up front on defense, all around on defense. Uh, if you put third and fourth down together, we were uh, great at getting off the field. Um, you know, you're going to have a, a player, too. Everyone thinks you're going to go through, you know, 60, 70 plays and not give up a play here or there. That's, I don't think that's very realistic. Um, It's going to happen some, but whenever they did do it, maybe different from last year is if they did get something up, they, you know, nailed it back down the next series and got off the field again. So overall, I just, I thought they were really good, really solid. Uh, Dylan continues to look really sharp and, you know, and everything that he's doing more receivers that we anticipate coming into the year that are making big plays uh, more and more. I still hope, And I think we still need just to have some more, everyone's talked about it, some more game-breaking runs. uh, Not not game-breaking, but just more chunk runs that we're used to having. And sometimes that happens as you move through the year. You get a little more cohesion in the offensive line, and it starts to happen. So hopefully that can happen.
3: Seems like every week uh, we either ask you about one particular wide receiver or just the wide receiver core as a whole just because they've been so good. From my I mean, it feels like to me they're doing everything well, but what specifically in, in your opinion are the wide receivers doing so well through five games?
1: I, I think they're just doing what they're supposed to do and, and what they were recruited to do. These guys are talented guys. I, I think everybody wants to see yeah, I'm just looking at uh young Nick Anderson now coming on the scene. And and uh but it it's much like I don't, you know a lot of our receivers through the years, it, it doesn't happen maybe immediately, but it, as time goes, they start to show their potential and reach their potential as they get you know more mature, as they get more comfortable out on the field. it just becomes starts to become more natural and that's not unlike a lot of young people again, as they mature and gain experience, they get better and and again, I, I think you're seeing that we, there's there's talented guys out there that are only, only going to keep improving.
2: Uh, it feels like this week is, you know, maybe, I don't know, uh, both teams are playing at a, a really high level, and we all know it's it's the first time they both come in undefeated in a really long time, and Texas obviously ranked in the top five, Oklahoma just outside the top ten. Uh, this one feels like, at least, you know, as we lead into it, that it's got all the makings of a classic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. It can be, you know, one of those fun ones we like playing in down there. And uh, we've had a lot of them through the years. And I know uh, you and I were in a lot that uh, a lot of those through the years in your time and uh, that we were both ranked in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Those are the exciting ones to play in and, and uh, you know, really believe, you know, we'll be up to the challenge.
3: You know you were uh, you're talking to Roy and Teddy today about the Superman play, and that's what everyone remembers from that '01 game, but Jason White kind of like a, a star was born that day is what is what it felt like. He comes in and just plays great. I, I don't know if you told him anything in particular when he goes in in the middle of that game like what what, what do you tell a young quarterback when he's put in, in that spot because he was magnificent that day.
1: Just relax and, and go play ball, you know you't don't, you don't overthink it. I think that's the worst thing quarterbacks can do. Um, don't overthink it. Go in, and play like you're, you know, like you've been trained to, and while you're the way you know how to. And I think too, a big thing for quarterbacks is not forcing things. I think when you any of them ever get the forcing, forcing the ball, forcing things to happen, it, bad things happen. It's just what take what comes to you. And uh, Jason was great. I mean, what a what a guy he was. And you're right, it probably was when he really just came to being him and uh you know just uh what he was he could still run back in those days you know he he could uh, I saw
2: some highlights man he he could go
1: <laughs> Oh yeah no Jason he was an athlete man out of high school he he could uh you know he 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 was a hell of a basketball player baseball football he could do everything but Anyway what? yeah that was that was uh fun to see him go in and help us win it
2: And I, I know you've had I mean, that was uh, i think the first but and i think you had a, a a ton of moments i'm sure in in that game but what goes through your head over there on the sideline whenever your starting quarterback goes down like what's going on in the headsets with the with the offensive staff during a, a moment like that not a crisis necessarily but you know you're in a tight ball game quarterback goes down what, what's your message to the coaches
1: it's you know we'll get some snaps with the other with, with whoever's coming in and you know, give them a little quick talking to, and get ready to Off go. We go, and then, yeah. No, you don't. You can't make too much of it. You hate it. You know. I mean, you always hate it. Anyone gets hurt, and especially if you know it's bad. But um, you know, but you, you, the game's going to be played. You got to get ready to go to the next play. You kind of get in that mode.
3: Bob Stoops is our guest. Brought to you by Modelo. Uh, a lot is made sometimes of a quarterback making his first start in that game, and, and, and you've lived this before. Do you buy into it being a big deal uh, when a quarterback's playing in his, in his first OU Texas game, or do you not see it that way? No. No, I don't
1: see it that way. And Teddy will tell you we didn't practice the same. We did everything the same. I get it. There's more attention. But if you're a young person on a team, you shouldn't be paying attention to what's on the radio, what's on TV, what everyone's talking about. And truth be told, I don't think you do. Guys don't. They're not listening to all that through the week. Now you know there's an aura about it that you know it's a little bit different. But again, you don't you don't make too much of it. You you know you got to play within yourself and play the way you were you know practiced and trained to do, and don't make too much of it.
2: Now, I know you're going to be down there, coach. What are the chances pregame, whenever you're walking around down on the field, that maybe you drop a a fake play sheet down there uh, <laughs> on the Texas end where they're warming up?
1: Somehow, I don't think they'll buy it anymore. So uh, I don't. I don't rest, God rest his soul. I don't have Mike Leach to to be with me to do such a thing.
3: I think yeah. I'd I think I'd rather him just grab a microphone and did what he did before the game on Saturday. They got me and uh, eighty seven thousand other people. Yeah, that was, that was, awesome, was awesome, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I haven't been on many stadium mics, but uh, hopefully it worked out okay. Seemed like it did. That All was, right, was Coach. Great. Well, we
2: appreciate
3: you. No, it was great. Yeah, and by the way, by the b- before we got uh, Bob yep. out of here, I uh, wanted to mention that uh, there was a beatdown in college football this weekend, and it just so happened that there was one in Lexington, Kentucky. That was a hell of a wow. win by Mark. Wow.
1: Yeah, boy, his running back, wow, how strong did he look? And they're they calling the big blue wave the, the O-line. Man, they, they look pretty strong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a heck of a win for them. And it looks awesome. like his uh, right, coach. common looks like the Commonwealth got up and slugged down some early beers. Oh. <laughs> yes, they did.
2: <laughs> they did. All they right. did. They had a hopping we'll be, environment. We'll slug
1: down some All rock and roll right. tequila down there in uh, down there in uh, Dallas this weekend.
2: Yeah, that's right. Eleven a.m. kick, uh, kegs and eggs. Right. Early uh, early <laughs> kick down there.
3: It's gonna right, be guys. fun. All
2: right, Coach. Boomer safe Sooner. travels, and uh, we'll see you down there, Boomer Sooner. There you go. All right, uh, good stuff. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Bob Moore Nissan right here in Norman, just off I 35 north of Tecumseh. You can't miss this right off the highway. 379 on Nissan Rogues, 349 on the Nissan Kicks. Uh, Huge inventory. Stop in uh, 0% on the Titan trucks as well, with dozens to choose from. So come see us here at Bob Moore Nissan. We'll be back.
0: The home of Sooner fans, home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre and post game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church.
4: It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church. Online at VictoryFamily.Church.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond.
3: That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away,
0: never miss a second with a K-Ref app.
3: And is for anywhere
0: and
4: anytime at all. Search
0: Carry F in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want when you need it with the K-Ref app. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
1: More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center, elevating our economy. Sidelined by injury, illness, or surgery? Valor Physical Therapy can help. At Valor PT, our skilled therapists create a rehabilitation program individualized for you with education and encouragement each step of the way. Whether it's sports or the activities of life, let Valor get you back in the game. Start now at ValorPT.com or call 405 265 6449. No referral needed. Mention the ref and get a free t shirt at your first appointment.
4: The law firm of Glass Tabor has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Glass Tabor has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Glass Tabor at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of experience practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit glasstaborlaw.com.
0: Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely.
4: Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Head 200 Food banks Strong.
3: It is the Rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lamin, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We've had uh, a few texts on this. Comparing this game, or potentially comparing this game, to the 2000 season. And not that many people are picking OU to win this game 63-14. to It would be nice. But the comparison that, you know, it's Brent's second year, that was Bob's second year, and it felt like that was the win in 2000 that really got things going over the hump, and mm-hmm. OU really got on a run after that saying that maybe this game on Saturday could be a similar version of that. And I, I think well, that there's I, some comparisons so. to be made there. I like In 99, they did get that big win over Texas A&M, but come on, it's Texas A&M, right? This would be absolutely right. Brent's biggest win. It would feel like it's first, his first big win. I, I definitely see some, some comparisons there between those two games.
2: Well, absolutely. the The main thing for me is – Whenever you think about the the 2000 football team, um, it, we started off. I, there was very I don't know what the expectations were preseason. Um, you know there was a lot of promise in '99 with the new offense. It's like wow, this is this is exciting to watch. And you know the defense played streaky at times, but then was giving up uh, some big plays. Um, but in 2000, the, the, you didn't, they didn't look like a national championship team until, until that game, until that game. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think you had the three non-cons you had, what we played Kansas. Yes. Yeah, so
3: you go, UTEP, Ar- you go UTEP, Arkansas State, Rice, Kansas, and then you were into that Texas game. It was the, what, fifth game of the year that season. Okay,
2: fifth game of the year. Yeah, so you hadn't looked like a a national championship contender up to that point. Um, you know, the UTEP game was 55-14, but we didn't really blow that game open until the second half. Uh, Arkansas State was really no contest or, or Rice, but the Kansas game, if I remember – um we kind of hem hauled around a bit in that game as well pulled away late for a 34
3: 16 win but I think KU had the lead in like the second quarter
2: yeah yeah so that that Texas game is whenever it all came together and it's been similar to a degree this year that you know we've had we've had some games that have been blowouts um But then, you know, you have the Cincinnati game that's maybe a little too close for some people. You you know, you just didn't, you looked great on defense, but offense was struggling a little bit in some areas, and then you play Iowa State, and the offense looks great, and the defense struggles a little bit in some areas, and you know, there's, you block a punt, but there's also, you leave leave a lot of uh, meat on the bone in a bunch of different areas, like We've looked good, but it's still – it hasn't all come together yet, right? Um, This – it's going to need to, number one, to win this football game. But this is about the time, the sixth game of the season. This is where it should all come together. You're healthy for the most part.
3: In 2000, you knew you had a you had a good team, um, but you didn't know like just how good they were. So we're, we're wondering just how good this team is. We'll find out Saturday. That was the same case in uh, 2000, and uh, boy, they showed up and played a hell of a game when that one 63 mm-hmm. 14. So I I, I could uh, I'm, I don't think OU is going to go and win the national championship if they win Saturday, but I could definitely see some similarities to this being Brent's first big win. And what would that – I mean, it would just feel like a program win is what it would feel like if they went on Saturday. You feel validated in that this was the right hire. We are headed in the right direction. We're we're, at a, we're in a very good spot right now. You're going to have all yeah. those feelings Saturday night if, uh, if you win. Um, let's see. LG Sooner says, if OU was to win a 35-31 kind of game, even though they win, do you think OU – would get their flowers from national media, or do you think they'll still say, "Look at how many points their defense gave up"? I think no. Texas is so respected offensively. You win thirty-five, thirty-one, you get all the flowers that you could want nationally. Yeah, you you just win this game. And honestly, I who cares, right? Just just win this game. It doesn't matter what it looks like.
2: Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that. I don't think the score is going to matter in this one. Mm-hmm. Whenever you've got, I, I think the. I think the, the defensive, uh, the national fretting over Oklahoma's defense, I, think, I feel like it's largely gone. Right? I feel like most people, whether it's, it's right or wrong, have now taken that as it's no longer Oklahoma's problem, that's Lincoln Riley's problem. right? Whether it's true or not, I feel like that's the, the narrative is starting to shift that way. And if you're playing a a top five football team, like as long as we're not talking like some ridiculously bad defense being played, I, a game played in the 30s, I I don't think give up a touchdown a quarter and a field goal late. You know, I I don't think that anyone's going to turn their nose up. What would
3: they say, 35, 31. Well, that's 66 for the total and the over under 60 and a half. So that's not right. I mean, that's not that far uh, north of the, of the over there. So, right. yeah, you went 35-31. You, are, you, you will get the respect. Uh, Do B says, first time seeing OU live, and it's the Texas game in Dallas. Taking my 12-year-old son, we are pumped. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a memory right there. Never that forget that one. It's going to be great. Especially if you win it. Drew from Flower Mound says, should we be worried about Canick this week?
2: Uh, in what way? Um, I think uh, health wise, I think he's fine. Um, I think he's, you know, he, he's had he's had some better games than others. I thought Cincinnati was his best game, and I thought he thought he came back to the the, the median there a little bit against Iowa State kind of where he's been playing but I don't know I think he'll be fine I think they're going to have a great game plan I think uh he's going to execute it I expect there to be a handful of mistakes but also expect him to to show his his talents a couple of times as well and, and impact the football game I don't think there's I don't think there's reason right now to worry about can it? I i I mean, I I don't know. I could be proven wrong. I don't know, but I think he fits in. Like, it's not like he's he's sticks out like a sore thumb yeah, or like the I, way that he's played. It,
3: yeah, and he may not play perfect, but that's exactly what I was going to say. I just don't think he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Like, oh my God, they got to get this guy off the field. I'd be yeah. extremely surprised if if that was the case. Because you if you're screaming, or... yeah, if you're screaming, get this guy off the field it almost always means he's doing nothing right. He's consistently getting exposed. He's consistently in the wrong spot. And, you know, for some of the not great, and I don't even want to say not great things, but Kanik has the ability to show some flash, even if there's a couple of mistakes along the way. And that's a big reason why I'd be so surprised.
2: Yeah. I just think he's shown too
3: much growth up to this point for him just to be a total disaster on Saturday. I don't. Honestly, if, if, if that text wasn't sent, I wouldn't have had that thought all week long about it.
2: Now, I would say to that, if the Jatavian Sanders kid was totally healthy, then I would say, okay, that may be, a uh, Canick may be a player to worry about just because as the Mike backer, he can be matched up with number three a lot, and the way Texas runs their offense, that happens to be they're tied in in a bunch of formations. So, they they could isolate Kanick and, and work Jatavian Sanders on him, but even I then, I'm not, I wouldn't be overly worried about it, because you got one of the best athletes on the field for us uh, defending one of the best athletes on the field for them, and while he's inexperienced uh, he makes up for a big portion of that with his athleticism yeah. so i'm i'm not too worried about Kanick right now those I could be wrong about that but though Sork is good man he finds uh yeah.
3: matchup issues that's maybe where he's best as a coach just putting his playmakers his best playmakers and really good spots to make plays he excels yeah, at that
2: he does and you know, one of the good things about Venables as defensive coordinator is he finds a way for his stars to make plays. True. But he also finds a way to help who where he thinks the matchup could be exploited offensively, right? If he felt like Kanick was someone that was going to get picked on with Sanders in the passing game, he they would have an answer to to help that out some and give him some type of help coverage-wise. I don't know exactly what they do, but they'd have some type of answer for it. All right, quick timeout here from Bob Moore Nissan in Norman, 3901 Journey Parkway, right off I-35, just north of Tecumseh. 379 on Nissan Rogues, 349 for the Nissan Kicks, and 0% financing on Titan trucks, and there's dozens to choose from here at Bob Moore Nissan. Quick timeout, we'll be back.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army, get the app, tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. It's OU Texas Week, and does the ref have you covered? We start your OU Texas Friday off right with a T row in the morning show with Toby Rowland and T J Perry, live from the OU Alumni Association's Beat Texas headquarters at the Omni in downtown Dallas. Making the mid morning trek down to Dallas this Friday, be sure to visit Chris Plank at Ardmore's Therapy to Go, just off I thirty five, to stock up for all of seeing
1: Oklahoma connected companies and bring Oklahoma innovation to the world. One of those companies is. OKC-based Wheeler Bio, which is developing brilliant ways to get badly needed therapeutic drugs to the market faster. When you invest in our fund, you're investing not only in innovative companies like Wheeler Bio, but in Oklahoma's future. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. My simple solution to the problem was remove people
4: from the scene and and help them feel safer.
2: In response to attacks against Asian-Americans...
3: Cavens Group bringing you the Sour of the Rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048 or CavensGroup.com. Three, four weeks ago, when we were getting complaints on the text line about this Jackson Arnold QB power package just isn't working, guys. They need to scrap it. They need to go away with it. Well, they have the past two weeks, but there was a thought at one point, oh, come on, man. They're just sandbagging. They're going to do something in this Texas game. They're just throwing Texas off a little bit. Well, here's the week, man. Do we see Jackson Orton at all on Saturday? And if so, what role do we see him?
2: Yes, and I don't know.
3: (laughs) Well, that's not a bad thing, I guess, if we just – even off on our side, we truly don't know what's going to happen. Mission accomplished and, if they were wanting the uh, secrecy of all that.
2: And, and maybe maybe we just – maybe we flat out don't see them. Um, you know, I, I I feel like our running game needs a little bit of a boost. I don't know exactly what they could have in store for that, but, um, you know, I, I don't – I don't think you have to get too crazy gadget-wise with Jackson Arnold if he's at the helm. I think you present something that's going to look like it's a heavy run package and you you let him throw the football out of it. Um, but also, like I think if you did have something that you would probably, whether it's option or really let him press the edge with zone read stuff, I don't know what it might be, but – It kind of feels like they may get him involved to some degree, but I I don't know what it would be. And there's the other part of me is like this is too big of a game Mm -hmm. to force any real gimmicky stuff. But if you got something and it's legit, I'm down for it, but don't force some gimmicky situation if you don't need to, right?
3: I mean, I, I'm, with the way that your quarterback is playing right now, like if it was, you know, no doubt about it, you are not the better team. You don't have a lot of advantages. Your quarterback's just okay. Then I'm, I'm more open to it. But I think just straight up, you, you got a good chance to win this game. And your quarterback yeah. is playing well. So I would tend to agree. It's just interesting when they've lined him up at wide receiver uh, at least one time this year. Just feels like something's going to happen on Saturday with him.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It does feel like um, something is is like they'll have something. Now we may not ever even see it, but I'm sure that they've got some something schemed up. All right, quick timeout. Our number one in the books here from Bob Moore Nissan in Norman. Remember zero percent financing on Titan trucks with dozens to choose from. We'll be back.
0: You're
1: listening to.